Welcome back to Crushes. It's me, Deanna Ortiz. Honey, welcome back. This is your favorite pop culture celebrity crush, crush on the person that you saw walking down the street the other day podcast. I've missed you. It's true. I've had a great week. Thanks for asking. My crush this week, every week on Crushes, I like to talk about my crush of the week, my soup du jour, if you will, please do. My crush this week has got to be, I started watching Outlander again. Who knows why? (laughs) Who knows why? And all I have to say is that if you're not watching Outlander, but you are watching Bridgerton, you need to get on our level, okay? People went crazy for like the Bridgerton sex scenes and we're like oh my god this is so scandalous and let me just say if you're into Bridgerton me your mom and everyone that's in her book club are a couple miles north all right it is times a million if uh, you want to be swept away into a pretend land filled with fun accents uh so that's all I'm uh, that's all I'm that's all I have to say about that of my crush of the week <laughs> don't forget guys if you love crushes podcast and I know you do you can sign up for the crushes patreon um we do extra games of hot or just tall we do fun merch you get crushes exclusives wow brag um that's all at the link in this description you can follow me at Deanna Ortiz underscore or at Crushes Podcast on Instagram. That's where you can play Hot or Just Tall along with this week's guest. This week's guest is the one and only Jessie Morner Ritt. Uh, Jessie is a hilarious comedian. Uh, she lives in L.A. right now. We crush on some old schools. We also crush on some absolutely wonderful romantic comedies. Honestly, a good rom-com can make you fall in love with anyone. I'm looking at you, Mark Ruffalo. And... <laughs> Of course, we crush on my favorite rom-com about time. I'm looking at you, Domino Gleason. If you're listening and you are, call me back. Uh, we have some problematic crushes, but in a way where it makes it all all right. And some old some old crushes in there as well. Jessie is hilarious. Um, you can find her at Jessie on social on Instagram. And also, if you're in Chicago, keep an eye out for when... Uh, Jesse's show comes back. It got rescheduled in January, but it should be coming up in a couple of months. So keep an eye out for that. Um, I'm so glad that I got to sit down and talk to Jesse. You guys are going to love her if you don't already do. So sit back, remember. So sit back, relax, and remember that everybody's got a crush and everybody wants to be crushed on. I think like a lot of them I'm like yeah I've seen movies I have a boyfriend yeah. like that's it I've seen old movies I have a straight boyfriend yeah I actually so. saw this is a black and white movie you'd really like it oh. <laughs> I'm kind of a film head sorry <laughs> that's so funny because I just picked up like a Christmas gift for someone and the guy like selling it mm-hmm. was um he was Australian and I did have the thought I go hot or just Australian yeah I really had that exact phrase in my head as I was looking at him and that's kind of like all it just tall could mean anything right like just a musician just has just has a beard just anything yeah yeah. um (laughs) just Australian or just English is big for me actually I ask myself that question a lot oh Jesse now that I've got you here I got you one-on-one honey I've been dying to ask you do you remember who your first crush was oh my god and that's an incredible question because whenever like people like see a music video, they're like, oh, it was Gwen Stefani. Mm-hmm. But I think it had to be Meg from Hercules. Someone so overtly <laughs> sexual it is not it is not meant for children's eyes. Yeah. 
She's like She's... perfect hourglass. Uh, gorgeous. Rah, rah, rah. That's how her body looks to me. <laughs> that is every everyone says Meg from Hercules. Everybody really? says Simba from The Lion King. The cartoons are too horny for kids. <laughs> we don't know how to handle it. Yeah. That makes me feel so good because saying it, like saying it out loud, hearing myself say it back, I'm like, it's pedophilic to no. hear it said, but I'm really glad that other people Oh, say yes. It. You are so not alone. It is really <laughs> funny that your first thought was Gwen Stefani because no one's ever said that. No one's really? like, although I do kind of think about Gwen Stefani and like the TikTok TikTok song where she's just like it's Alice in Wonderland theme and she's just like gyrating for oh three minutes. God, yeah. like, oh my god! Yeah. This is this shouldn't be. I remember watching and be like, this shouldn't be on TV. I shouldn't be allowed I to think watch. She's like this. a cool girl. I think like when I watched it, I was like, if I was her, I would I would be walking through hallways and crowds would be parting yeah. and bowing. <laughs> And me. being like, what are you into? Yeah. Like, yeah, Red so, lipstick. <laughs> Green lipstick. That's a really good one. Meg from Hercules. Um, did Who you watch? Yours? Mine? My first crush? Definitely. Oh, shit. I think it's got to be like a Simba from The Lion King. Or, um, fuck, the ghost. The ghost from Hocus Pocus. Uh Oh my god. Fuck. There's like God, I can picture him now. He's like he's pale, my type. <laughs> and he's in like a flowy <laughs> shirt and he has like long blonde hair. Uh Zachary Banks. Boom done. Okay. And see, I can't picture him at all. So you say the ghost from Hocus Pocus. I'm imagining a fat old man. No, no, no. no. <laughs> and I'm like the well, opposite. Yeah. <laughs> Thin young boy. <laughs> Thin, young, boyish, really good at math. He's so good, and he's a ghost. And at some points in the movie, he's a cat. So you know, it's really jumps all over the board for me. That's amazing. <laughs> Do you answer that question? I just had this thought. I was like, what if you answer that question every podcast? You're like, oh, no. yeah, every podcast, my first crush. No, 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 no. And I pretend not to know his name to keep it fresh. And the reoccurring <laughs> listeners are like, Ian is an amazing actress. <laughs> she really stays true. No, I, I especially, I have like lots of crushes uh and uh -huh. i they change every day they change every you know i could watch a movie and be like oh yeah i guess i did i was hot for this person um and yeah it's always different so i'm like right now as i'm sitting my first heart instinct was thackeray banks from hocus pocus i really love that thank you I, and i will have to look him up i'll send you the picture <laughs> thank you for the sperm bank <laughs> boom done hello you're welcome watch the movie get on I my level bank. i say i want someone like this yeah. i need someone like this in your files and i'll consider oh, pregnancy shit. if i sh yeah <laughs> do you guys have any ghosts <laughs> you guys have any pale men uh that's kind of my type um because you have on here on your list of crushes which i uh I think in the, I mean, when this was a crush, it must have been when you were young, Will from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Absolutely. But also, I mean, Fresh Prince like came back on HBO Max recently. Mm -hmm. And so I can't stop watching it. And like, oh, really? I think he's like, uh, the way he moves his body, mm -hmm. like he's such a clown, but I'm like, yes. the, the commitment, I'm like, he would give you everything he's... in the bedroom. <laughs> he's <laughs> he, like, such a clown and he's so confident too. Yeah, it's like he's a cool, it's... confident clown. What the fuck? Yes. <laughs> so you didn't watch the show that much when you were younger, or you did? I would say I watched it like a fair amount, but it's like I my love for him. I think like the sexual turning point has been now looking back on it. It was like, oh, that was hugely influential. Yes. Where like as a I kid, you're like just watching it a lot. 
yeah and you're like oh my god I would love to be friends with him Mm -hmm. like uh, whatever and then I see male comedians now dating above their class and I'm like Will from Fresh Prince set that up for all of you (laughs) (laughs) Will walked to you guys could run honestly that's a really good point (laughs) Will did an amazing dance so you could move kind of awkwardly towards a woman at a bar (laughs) a beautiful woman yes Oh, God. All these beautiful women and dorky men. (laughs) (laughs) What about Will Smith, like, in, like, later years? Or was it just his character in the show? Because right now I'm kind of like, Will Smith, just be, stop talking. (laughs) I mean, I am fascinated by whatever kind of, like, open, polyamorous, evolved relationship, like, him and Jada seem to have. Yeah. Swinging, open, stunning. Yeah. But, yeah, he doesn't... I, he doesn't like strike me as sexual anymore in his movie roles. I think yeah. I really was attracted to like goofy child, the goofy yeah. child teen in him. Yes. And then that led me to have a crush on a lot of comedians. <laughs> sad, but true. It's so sad. That's good. <laughs> yeah. They, I just want them to like stop doing tiny interviews about their relationship and just like let it all out. An expose. Thank like you. Like a huge expose. Oprah's interviewing. It's a couple hours long and just get it. Answer questions from the crowd. Like get it all out because every couple of weeks I feel like they come yes. out with this new thing that's like actually didn't you know and I'm like stop stop it's too much for me I can't do it and it is percolating under the surface at Will's I mean under the surface Mm -hmm. loosely he is a bisexual a confident Mm -hmm. sexy bisexual man yeah and I think if he were to come out as bi it would it would rock us to our core we thought Shiva baby was big Will Smith as bi would just (laughs) throw doors open we didn't know existed yes that's how I I, honestly it would break the internet everyone would (laughs) but now is I mean it's only a couple more couple more things coming down the line before the next one from Will Smith and Jada is yeah hey guess absolutely. what they're like not while King Richard is in promo they're like you have to be a straight dad <laughs> for the Oscars for the you Oscars you gotta be yet. <laughs> I love it I've always thought that Eddie Murphy and Will Smith kind of look like my dad but I'm also like maybe they just really? have mustaches in certain things and my dad has a mustache so I'm like I can't I can't relate I've always thought that Eddie Murphy in the Haunted Mansion looked like my dad and then now in King Richard I'm like this uh-huh. is my father but it's not because my dad, dad is not is... a black man he just has a yeah. mustache <laughs> And that is like just a beautiful part of your character. You're like, I don't even, it's not even that you don't see color in kind yeah. of that way. <laughs> I, yeah. Your dad just transcends race. <laughs> I only see mustaches. Sorry. I guess some people are just That's built so different. Sweet. I'm like, after this podcast, I'm like, hey, what's your dad's contact? Yeah. <laughs> like, your mom looks exactly Thank- like Jada Pinkett Smith to oh me. God. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for sharing so much, Deanna. I really appreciate that. <laughs> so another one on here that I really love because I've never seen the movie because we get a lot of people that crush on casts as a whole or like characters mm-hmm. from, you know, like the cast of Insecure. Everybody's hot for them. Oh, um, yeah. Megan Stalter crushed on the entire cast of The Mask, which we didn't have time <laughs> to unpack. Yeah. But that's an episode. Is there a, a big dog in The Mask? Or like dog plays big role in The Mask? Or am I thinking mm-hmm. of a different movie? A dog 
is in the movie. Yes. Yeah. He has like a tiny dog that's just like always like, um, I didn't ask if she was hot for the dog, but <laughs> no. I mean, but for her to bring up the whole cast. The entire cast. The Chihuahua. There's something there, you know. Yes. <laughs> and not only of like Jim Carrey, Cameron Diaz, but also when he was wearing the mask, she was like, that's hot. When the bad guy's wearing the mask, she's like, this is hot to me. Um, <laughs> so it's not a... It's not new to have people crush on big, I mean, entire casts of things. But you had a crush specifically on Meg Ryan and Mark Ruffalo in The Cut. I've never seen that movie. Can you tell me what it's about? Okay. So in The Cut mm-hmm. is actually, it was like, I think like an early 2000s movie. And Meg Ryan went from being like America's sweetheart yeah. to in this movie, she has dyed brown hair. <laughs> and she is like a sex riddled, like alcoholic teacher in New York, like early 2000s. It's very dark and grimy. Yeah. And it's a mystery movie. <laughs> Essentially, a mystery doesn't even give it the right word. It's a thriller. It's a suspense. <laughs> it's a thriller. But audiences hated her for it they hated seeing Meg Ryan in that role and she pretty much like after that movie like never had the same career again because she just like people want the blonde and they want the bubbly yeah and in it she's like constantly distraught like constantly (laughs) doing like self-destructive fucking that's Mm -hmm. like really amazing and she (laughs) also at this point has had plastic surgery and it is apparent on the camera yeah and I think there's also something really like raw and i feel like women who have lip fillers would really love the film um, <laughs> for that reason i think it's like really to see yourself that. being represented on screen yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but so she's like um yeah that's her vibe and then mark ruffalo is a cop and <laughs> he is his friend is like always with him and his friends always saying like slurs and bad things and mark ruffalo is like toying that line but somehow mm. he comes back and is just like it unfortunately is a brutal like fuck me movie like when okay. she's like he's like you want this and she's like no because like you said something really bad about women at the bar and he's mm-hmm. like well do you and she's like yeah I do and then they just oh it's, it's it really is so hot it's there's one of those like, movies yeah which just yeah. there's nothing else going on except for sex and yeah. you if you watch did you watch it when it first came out or no, I watched it recently too. <gasps> I watched so it recently. So and so good. when you were like, who's your crush? I'm like, I've been thinking about them ever since. Yeah. I must have watched it like three months ago when I was in like, you know, when you like run yourself ragged for a yeah. month and then you have to spend three days in bed to prevent any future sicknesses from happening. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, you have to treat yourself like you're sick to prevent future sicknesses <laughs> from happening. Just in case. That was like, I wasn't answering my phone. I was like in bed watching movies and that was one of them. That's and good. Oh, yeah, the sexes. Doesn't amazing. Mark Ruffalo have a very have a very interesting mustache choice in that movie too? Uh, he must. Yeah, I think it's like I think he plays like it's truly like Italian Italian uh, cop in New York. Officer. Yeah. And I do think I did take comfort in the fact that I'm pretty sure Mark Ruffalo's wife is named like Sunshine and mm-hmm. there's like something about the two of them where I'm like he is loving and he's a good guy uh, progressive yeah yes. in the ways that you would hope so seeing him in that role I was like okay. this is it did you yeah. ever think Mark Ruffalo was attractive before watching that because I don't think he's attractive and nine times out of ten when I ask people what their crush is they're like Mark Ruffalo is hot and I was like I just don't see it I don't get it really yeah did you see the kids are all right when he's I like did lesbians yeah but I think that's just like I, only in that scene but I'm also like well maybe 
because I do think Julianne Moore is hot. So I'm like, yes. is it just because it's a that's a very intense sex scene, too? I'm oh, like, yeah. And anytime a lesbian will fuck a man, I'm like, there's something special about him, which is <laughs> too much credit, you know, but I am like, <laughs> I'm like, you give that man power. And I yeah. think because of the kids are all right, I've always thought Mark Ruffalo is so That's awesome. good. That is so, funny. Yeah. I watched a lot of those films growing up. Well, like the kids are all right. I definitely shouldn't have been watching that the age that I did watch <laughs> it. I watched Brokeback Mountain when I was like 12 or 13 just because I love Heath Ledger and I just remember watching it and being like what the fuck is going on <laughs> I had no idea it was about a gay romance or that it was about that they were gonna have sex at all I just went into it and I was like good movie and then like when they start having sex I'm like this is absolutely nuts but I guess they <laughs> should be in love it happens pretty late in the film too mm-hmm. right well, it happens and you don't really see that it's happening. It's all very dark. Yeah. I'm like, I watch the movie every day, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and then once I realized, once they were like making out, like actually in the daylight, I was like, I missed something. Yeah, they My... were, it was dark and you're like, they're having a sleepover. <laughs> <laughs> what a loud sleepover. <laughs> yeah. And then now watching it, I'm like, this movie is beautiful and it's so complex and there's so much going on before I was like, wow, this guy's married to the girl from Princess Diaries. That's kind of cool. Cause Anne Hathaway's <laughs> <laughs> the first time I saw Anne Hathaway's boobs. I'm like, this movie has holds nothing back. Um, absolutely. You're watching it and you're like, wow, I didn't know a princess ended up like that. Yeah. Princess ends up with the farmer and then the farmer ends up. <laughs> so much stuff is happening. Heath Ledger is hot. That's all I, I would only, so your celebrity crushes like, a Mark Ruffalo or Nicholas Braun you have on here, when you crush on them, do you watch a lot of their things or are you just like, I'll just, you know, if it comes up, it comes up? Because I watched everything that Heath Ledger does because I was like, this is my husband. I need to support him. I'm 13 uh, at the time. Yeah. And you're like, I'm 13. I know what I need to do in order to make someone feel supported and loved. Um, yeah. Really good. Your dad, Will Smith, taught you a lot. Um, <laughs> no, I will also... I will not, I was like a big like daydreamer when I was younger, like a big like, oh, I'm sitting by a window and like, you know, there's like nothing going on on the surface. Yeah. But like, I think about them a lot. Mm -hmm. So like, I like watch a movie and they're like constantly, they're with me. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like that's the only way to say it. I completely understand. I watched like Meg Ryan and Mark Ruffalo in that film like three months ago. And the minute we were talking about your podcast, I was like, Meg Ryan and Mm -hmm. Mark Ruffalo, because I just like. I think about them. I pass like uh, like a building that looks as though it could be in the setting of the movie. And I'm flashed back to yeah, their that's good. experiences. Yes. So, yeah, it, it, it doesn't turn into like a tangible uh, concrete action. Mm-hmm. They just are with me. More of just like a little memory to kind of pop in and out to keep you company. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. And Nicholas yeah. Braun, is it because... A lot of, oh, actually, we'll go into some of the other ones, but Nicholas Braun, well, for one, he's the only young person that you have on here. Someone am <laughs> I'm dragging yeah, you all the way to hell. kind of an old soul. <laughs> um, kind of an old soul. I have no idea what's going on on Spotify. <laughs> I can't figure out how to update it. <laughs> I just want someone who I have to take care of. Um, so brittle, so frail, so little. Uh, Nicholas Braun, who is very tall, used to be one of my celebrity crushes. Uh, Wait, when did you, was he a celebrity crush from you from Succession or? No, from uh, the movie Sky High. It was like a. No way. (laughs) 
That wait, he's in Sky High. He's in Sky High. He plays uh Zach, Zach Attack, where he glows and he's in all white. Yeah. I remember he's him. He's a Disney guy. He's a Disney guy first and foremost. I saw that movie like me I'm not even exaggerating, like four or five times in the theater because I was just like in love with everybody. I thought it was like this is perfect cinema. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Perfect cinema. Absolutely. And then I didn't really follow his career that much after and then I saw not I didn't see like succession came out and I was like oh I'm happy for him good for him I, okay. My, uh, okay you know and like you see an ex on the street you haven't seen each other yeah. in years and you're like you're evolved <sighs> you're like I'm just happy the memories come you. back and you're no longer bitter you're in a place of like happiness. and you're like I'm yeah. so proud of you <laughs> so did you first see him in succession or yes first time it's well I guess I saw him in sky high but mm. um yeah, first I'm, I honestly, when you say the word sky high, I immediately have a yearning for uh, Xenon. So I think it's like <laughs> yeah. I conflated the two and it was like more yeah. of like, um, uh, even though they're very different thematically <laughs> and thematically. But um, yeah, first experience with him in succession. And I think not that I've ever done like category, categorization of crushes, but mm-hmm. I do think that there are like two camps where it's like either you are like nothing like what the Mark Ruffalo mm-hmm. type where I'm like, I would actually like, I don't think I'd ever cross paths with you yeah. or have a chance to kind of fuck a grizzled cop. Yeah. And, you know, especially now, let me put it down. Yeah. I'm not doing it. And we're um, not- exactly. <laughs> yes. But I think like the other camp of that is like, I really do love um, the goofy man. Yeah. And I think that Nicholas Brown is like such a, good actor in mm. succession but i can see just um i think probably because i follow him on instagram mm-hmm. that like he gets so much pussy you know like he's so cool yeah and the fact that he plays dork and is so hot yeah um is both unfair to me and gets me absolutely riled up <laughs> it is kind of like oh he he cracked the code you know, and he's just like, exactly. I'm just a dorky guy. I guess I'm just like, whoa, I'm all lanky. I don't know where my arms are. And I was like, dude, you fuck so much. It's probably yes. insane. It's, it's insane. probably sickening. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you're not going to have a girlfriend for a long time, no. you know, because yeah. there's too many options for you out there. Do you follow Dumois on Instagram? No. Oh, it's like this like celebrity blind item uh, account where people will be like, uh, oh, I just heard this, that, like, Nicholas Braun is at this bar or something, or, like, oh. uh, this celebrity is dating this person, or, like, you know, blind items. And I then never they... leave this page. It's so good. And so oh. many people ask about Nicholas Braun, and basically it's just, like, yeah, he'll meet people in bars, but he, like, does, like he's basically that, where it's not it's yeah. not so overt to be, like, he's fucking everybody, but it's just, like, he's always in a bar and, like, beautiful women. I'm, like, you know... Uh, I think it's like the ability to like not take yourself seriously and be like committed to uh, the inner like goof is like so hot to me as like a projection. (laughs) (laughs) That is good. (laughs) I know. I am thinking like if I saw Nicholas Braun in a bar. I wouldn't even be able to talk. I wouldn't even be able to go up and be like, hey, you want to get you want to get in this? Like, it would just be so intimidating <laughs> to be like, hey, I I actually liked you before everybody else did. So, yeah, so you're like, actually, sometimes people bring me up from succession and I go, I was happy for his 
success now because I saw your success then. I was actually a huge fan of Sky High. <laughs> so, <laughs> thanks, Nick. Can I call you Those Nick? Those tickets single-handedly paid for by <laughs> my parents. Thank you so me. much. Yeah. So that, those ticket sales, box office, that's me. <laughs> that's all me. So you do owe me one fuck. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Four movie tickets in box office opening weekend does equal one fuck. Thank There's you. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So you, we were talking about before, maybe a little bit about Mark Ruffalo uh, yeah. in, in the cut being a problematic crush, kind of like yes. the... Everybody needs to have one of a crush that, you know, especially with celebrity crushes, they're so far away that it's like you don't even have to worry about it. Uh, (laughs) It's like we're acting on these. We're not actually fucking uh, Mark Ruffalo as a cop. One of them was Susan Sarandon um, in like now or old. I think Thelma and Louise for sure. Mm, Um, Yeah. Thelma and Louise. Like when I saw that and she was in it, I was like. Oh boy, it's her voice too. I mean, voices are so big. Oh, so crucial. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yes. I think like she also has this presence where I think if Thelma and Louise had come out now and she was that age, she would be like the um, like an alt internet e girl in like a, the true like <laughs> yeah. in kind of like she would be like in a white tank top and like granny underpants like yes. smoking a cig in her windowsill being like Thursday. Yeah. We'd right? be like, so true, Susie. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> and we'd be like, you're so funny. <laughs> like I, she's, yeah, she just like radiates kind of like hot. Yeah. Uh, chillness to me. Who Even is... though I know she's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I was just looking up to see who the other one was. It was Gina Davis is Thelma. Yeah, who's also so hot. Very hot. She gives off like a what I also like about Gina Davis is to me she gives off like a really queer lesbian vibe. Mm-hmm. Like I think she would really like taught me and like date me. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> she date me in a good in like a a, a teacher not teacher student everyone's of age in a fun (laughs) cool uh consensual teacher student way (laughs) everyone's of age yeah okay okay we know your fantasy yes my fantasy is my fantasy is that i'm 16 um that's it period (laughs) and that i'm just so young uh susan sarandon that is a good one too i was thinking about this movie that i saw with my parents susan's it was like Susan Sarandon and Kate Winslet. It's called Blackbird, I think. And in it, Susan Sarandon plays Kate Winslet's mom, which immediately I was like, that math doesn't add up. But it yeah, does because she's up. like 70. Kate or Susan Sarandon is, okay, she's 75, which is just crazy to me because she looks she really? so good. Isn't that insane? If you ask me on the street, like Billy Eichner style, mm-hmm. I would say... 56 yeah right yeah she's a beautiful 56 that's unbelievable beautiful i think if you're rich though there you there is no looking bad (laughs) you have access to resources that like you will never look bad yes but that i mean she's doing a great job she just always looks and then what was the other one that it was um the lonely island guys mother lover when that came out. She plays Andy Samberg's or Justin Timberlake's mom. And I remember watching it when it came out and just being like, this is Susan Sarandon. Like, it's kind of weird. And be like, oh, yeah, she she gets it. <laughs> She's like yeah. a cool older lady. 
Is she also in, hold on, is mm-hmm. she in Death Becomes Her, or is that, no. I think she's in. Oh, is she, no. or is she maybe Death Becomes no. Her. Meryl Streep, no. Goldie Hawn, but who is the other woman yeah. that. Isabella Rossellini plays, I, I felt like Susan Sarandon had like a, a moment mm-hmm. in that movie, but maybe, no, she's not in it. I was thinking of like. He oh wait no I guess he he ends up marrying Meryl Streep but which is also I watched that for the first time over quarantine too Death Becomes Her oh my God me too it's so 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 funny like I guess I just never went gravitated towards it or like watched it because it's kind of like a scary cover like i don't know I, it's it just looks so like well, I, scary. what's on the cover it's, um, women looking old and <laughs> old women i can't do it i said no, no thank no you them on the cover <laughs> um it's that we're like oh um oh my god yeah, yeah he really he has like a, a hole in goldie hawn's body and then meryl streep's head is turned to this like across her body That's that i was also- just like insane to have that backdrop be almost like black marble mm-hmm. when the movie itself is colored like so camp and like yes. primary co- and like pops of jewel tone yeah and I'm just like yeah I mean as I was like I'm never gonna watch this and then I kept hearing about how great it was and I was like okay I guess I guess what yeah. else am I gonna do when I'm stuck in my house for two years but I I'll also watch cannot believe how many tabs open you have that you're just willingly showing me <laughs> You shared your with me. Uh, Stu is up there like 16 million times. <laughs> it's short for Stuart. Uh, it's I'm not making. I'm not making a giant stew. You want to know how to make the perfect roast beef stew? I'll let, you, I'll, <laughs> I'll let you know once I make these three. All right, I'll narrow it down to the best. Also, one. literally looking at the cover of Death Becomes, I'm like, I know why I thought Susan Strandon was in this movie, and it's because Goldie Hawn has red hair. Yeah. In it. <laughs> I didn't want to be the one. <laughs> I'm really showing my lack of nuance. I'm like, Susan Sarandon was in Death Becomes Her because of the red hair. I told you that my dad looks like two guys with mustaches, so I think we're good. This is a really more, like, spiritual approach to people. (laughs) Every time I see a mustache, I think of my dad. (laughs) Um, This show's really based in hair. (laughs) Susan Sarandon was... Red hair, you're Susan. um, She was Rocky Horror Picture Show, which is another, like... Maybe I'm, I'm trying to be it's campy, you know, we're, yeah, yeah. we're putting them together. Maybe that, maybe that's where. Yeah, that's it. I get all my camp films confused because <laughs> I'm a huge kind of, <laughs> I mean, kind of 80s fan. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I don't know where one stops and one starts. I'll tell you. <laughs> um, I came up with the camp Matt Gala theme. Oh, congratulations. I was hoping everyone would check. Thank you. I don't talk about it too much. <laughs> I like to stay humble. Um, <laughs> and then the, not to go back to like um, stuff that you watched in the 80s, but all the rest of your crushes on here are just old men. Um, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> Elliot Gold, which I agree mm. with you 110%. Thank uh, you. Young Elliot Gold, unreal. Yes. Un- unbelievably yes. hot. Unfairly when hot. Did you, when did you first see him? Um... I first saw him when he was already 
old but then I just kind of got like I think I I fall into like internet search holes where I'll just be like yeah. Barbara Streisand net worth and I'll be like Barbara Streisand son oh that's his dad oh okay and then I'll read a wikipedia page of like Barbara Streisand and Elliot Gould's relationship and I'm like oh my god he was so hot and be like um oh my god there's a cat in the room <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I hid myself. You, Wyatt no, is coming to get no, the no. cigarette. Yes, hi, Wyatt. <laughs> and that's my cat, Earl. Wow, too. Wyatt, a lot of my crushes are old men because of all the movies that we watched over <laughs> the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> so don't be surprised. <laughs> so don't be surprised when Wyatt gets old. <laughs> I'm going to be really happy. Send Wyatt <laughs> to that beach on the M. Night Shyamalan movie and have him get yeah. really old. <laughs> and then you can come back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love I'm it. I'm going to say here by the pool from that horror movie where a woman lives in the hotel pool. What movie is that? <laughs> Lady in the Pool, I think. No, that can't no, be it. It is now. We're writing <laughs> that movie. That. We're writing it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm turning the meeting off and we're writing Lady in the Pool. Done. <laughs> Lady in the Pool has an amazing sound to it. <laughs> <laughs> like the name. Yes. <laughs> it could be a it could be a movie, it could be a band, it could be an improv group. It could really do it all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um so that is where I first found Elliot Gold from just kind okay. of like going down and then <clears throat> there was a picture floating around Instagram that was like uh, Barbara Streisand and Elliot Gould on their honeymoon where she looks stunning and he looks stunning mm. and she's like covering and his she's face. she's perched on his... Oh, yeah. Perched on his shoulder yes. in the pool. Yes. Yeah. So hot. <laughs> it is just insane. I, I spent like m maybe a day reading up on all of that. And I, you know, that's my history. <laughs> <laughs> the internet can make a scholar out of everyone. And that's really beautiful. Yeah. I don't know anything else about anything, but I do know uh, about Barbara Streisand's divorces. So good, good oh, yeah. that I did that. But where did you first find And she's happily married now. She right? is. Yeah. Yeah. To some other old hunk. Um, God, I can picture him in my head. Barbara Streisand, husband. Da, da, da. There are a lot of images floating around in your head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, James Brolin. Yes. Oh, my God. Who is a silver fox. Yeah, now Just, that's, I mean, that is well, that's a, That's a sexy little couple. <laughs> that's what we would say is a hunk. <laughs> that's a true hunk right there. Uh, where did and you first like find Elliot about, Gold? Oh, well, I think first time I saw him was The Long Goodbye this like movie where he plays a detective in um LA kind of like there's a lot of like old Santa Monica and there's a lot of him striking matches on surfaces oh you don't expect a man to be able to light a match from yeah and yeah so he's he's really quite uh intriguing in that movie also kind of playing into this like Mark Ruffalo grizzled you know say, yeah. mysterious what have you um but then I also saw him in this like 60s no it wasn't 60s I'm saying all <laughs> I would laugh just if someone was listening to this podcast who like really had a good working knowledge of like the timeline of movies and they're like mm -hmm. she's throwing out whatever she wants <laughs> and like this movie was made in the 60s they're like no way <laughs> um not even close um but I saw him in another movie called like Bob and Ted and Alice and another man's name. And it's about swinging couples in like the seventies. Yeah. And he plays such like a sweet Jewish lump of a husband. And it's such like a hard pivot. 
And so then I found Elliot Gould kind of playing into like both the qualities that I really think are like appealing to find in an actor crush. Cause yeah. you're like, damn, you're committed. You're like versatile and like, who knows what you're going to do. He does it all. Yeah. Bob and Carol and Ted and Alice. Yes. And that's, that's a really good movie. You liked it's, it? Um, yeah. It's really good. It's like truly about like uh, non-monogamy and like, uh in this like day and age of like traditional marriage mm-hmm. and but it's also like really making fun of like california couples which cool. i think is always worth a good laugh and i mean those people are ridiculous <laughs> hello you were right it came out in 69 nice um <gasps> thank you you hit the nail on the head you know it it's in your brain somewhere you know the day you know the year and it's uh who is it elliot gold and natalie wood Yes, Stunning. Natalie was so beautiful in yes. it. Yeah, truly beautiful. So I'm looking through his discography right now. And I I would really, really, honestly, the movies that I watch are famously bad. So um, <laughs> I am going to, it's like he probably showed up on like a bad movie that I watched as like a, like a side character and it was like a big get for them and like can we believe we got elliot gold to do like two scenes in the time i'm like oh this guy good for him he's acting and now then i learned who he was and i was like oh okay fine but i think it, i mean yeah i'm looking through yeah, i don't even, I, I couldn't even tell you i mean also like some of these movies i think it would be amazing if i was like oh yeah i watched the long goodbye of my own volition and mm-hmm. um <laughs> like i have an incredible palette for cinema and directors but again uh my boyfriend (laughs) Um, (laughs) he said put it on Wyatt picks really good movies uh they really broaden my horizons and my understanding of cinema (laughs) and then I want to make it a part of my personality and I always have to hearken back to the fact that he put the movie on you know (laughs) but he it it does go back to you because you're the one that yes um, I finally found it. I first saw Elliot Gold, um, and I recognize him first and foremost as the dad from Friends. So that is just kind <gasps> oh, of... Oh, okay. Yeah. But that's that's a really good place to see him, I think. Because yeah. Because you're seeing him in the context of raising another lovable, dorky man. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> so it's like he's actually passed this legacy on. And... I once told a therapist I had the, oh sorry no no you what go you, you go ahead no no go ahead oh, okay. were you gonna say something on your podcast I was gonna say something it wasn't gonna be good stuff? it was gonna be bad I want to hear about your therapist <laughs> I just had this like memory of like my therapist being like oh um I had like a really kind of like bad relationship in my early 20s like most people do mm-hmm. um and my therapist was like what do you like about him and I'm like well he is always showing me really interesting movies and books and like then we talk about them and I really like that and my therapist was like okay um how about you find those things and truly I my first reaction to that was that sounds like a lot of time that I don't have you know I'm not like I if anything I'm delegating the work and I know that's not like a good reason to like someone but I'm like I don't know he's bringing a lot into my life And I don't want to like be doing the internet research. I don't have to curate any content. It's coming to me. (laughs) It's coming to me. The person delivering it is being mean to me. (laughs) 
but it's amazing content. But I love <laughs> movies, so yeah, <laughs> yin and yang. If you think about it, <laughs> she's like, you can find all those things yourself, and I'm like, on what the internet? I'm like, there are lots of stuff on there. Yeah. I really get lost on there. <laughs> I really do because I go into it with the best of intentions that I'm looking up celebrities on Wikipedia. Um, yeah. And if a friend recommends something to me, like your opinion of recommending something to me is not as powerful if we're not having sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like I yeah. don't think I'll actually watch it, but if someone I'm having sex with recommends something to me, like that is like a step closer to having sex. <laughs> or it's like eroticized, you know? <laughs> the recommendation is erotic. Yes. And so then I have to do it. <laughs> Because now I'm turned on, so yeah. <laughs> what am I going to do? Not watch it? Uh- <laughs> if you're a friend of mine and you turn me on, then maybe I will take it. I'll take your recommendation. If I'm hot for my friends and they, and also if they, this is so important, if they bring the movie to me, they set it up, they put it on, they sit me in my little seat. and They, they light a candle. Yeah. They bring me a cookie. Yeah. They tuck me into my little bed and then I'll watch it, maybe. Or I'll find you their remote. watch movies mostly in your bed or on the couch. Um, on the couch, but I am lying down. Okay. <laughs> and the way you tilted your hands, I'm like, lying down how? <laughs> okay, so my feet are on the wall and <laughs> my head's on the floor, but technically I am vertical. <laughs> Blood is rushing to my brain. I'm seeing a film that I've never seen before. Ideas are flooding into me. <laughs> Makes me think more. So try it. Try it. We do things different. <laughs> letterbox users are you listening thank you um you have one on here who is john cassavetes okay because I, I looked this up and also another one. i found an old man yeah that is it he is a um director mm-hmm. film director he also starred in his movies and his <laughs> wife was jenna rollins who also starred in the movies that he wrote but it was really cool. They were like married till he died. Mm-hmm. And um, she was like Jenna Rollins, who is an unbelievable actor. Mm-hmm. I also, I should have included her in this list, but I feel too emotional about her performances to have a crush on her, yeah. if that makes sense. But like, <clears throat> yeah, that makes sense. That's it could be a crush in like you crush on the way that she is a performer or the way that she is, you know, you respect her so much that it is a crushable thing. You know? Yes, I love that. Deanna, like, <laughs> stop making it so perverted. Um, <laughs> you can crush on stuff. Yeah, so I really crush on his wife as well. And yeah. she was kind of like a TV actress before his movies took off. But then when his movies took off, like she was just like, huge and so mm. well respected because she is unbelievably talented but he really like believed in her yeah. and I I think people like credit him as coming up with like these like mumblecore or, like indie movies like people think he's kind of like the like father of that mm-hmm. but his movies are like a lot more like trippier and a lot more like stunning visually and they always I don't know he's just like he's always kind of dealing with issues of like alcohol and ego and like performance and he is this like small almost like shriveled man he's old in the Mm -hmm. in a lot of the movies he stars in too like he's not like a young guy Mm -hmm. and uh he's so sexy (laughs) i mean these all these pictures that i'm seeing are in black and white he does look very chiseled straight out of straight out of there 
there is a movie I've seen a lot of the movies he's directed but there is one movie one of like his earlier movies called Husbands that Mm -hmm. is a black and white movie that like him he made with like two actor friends I don't one of my other crushes might have been in it who's on that list but Peter Falk Ben Gazzara no 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 No. but those are two of his like friends he loves them um no those two men aren't for me um (laughs) but husbands I haven't seen yet because it's about like really like destructive husbands and really bad husbands and so I do want to say that I have a crush on him Alibit how do you say that word Alibit albeit yes oh my god albeit I got you (laughs) oh my god for some reason I've never connected that that word is what I've been trying to say like (laughs) when I read it (laughs) so I have a crush on him albeit never saw the movie Mm -hmm. like the take on husbands and it's kind of a dark movie so I don't know if my crush on him would kind of shift okay fair very fair I do uh there is something so crushable about a man that is a filmmaker director and he's Mm -hmm. like these are my wife and these are my buddies And we all hang out together and we're doing our little things. And this is my wife and these are my friends in every single movie. I think that's very endearing. I mean, I'm literally in love with someone who's in love with their wife, you know? And it's like, (laughs) she needs to be the star of every movie I make because she's incredible. Yeah. And also, these are my friends and I think they're so funny. You guys would (laughs) fucking love them. Let's get them in here. (laughs) She's like, sorry, I'm not making a movie without my friends, Peter and Ben, and my beautiful, beautiful. My stunning (laughs) wife. I can't stand to be not with her, which is incredibly sweet. I wonder Um, if in the future people will say that about Judd Apatow. Not not that he's a crush of mine really at all. Yeah. If we're talking about, you know, that kind of way of being. I think with Judd Apatow, it's kind of like, yeah, dude, you got to put your smoking hot wife in all these movies. <laughs> that's what we're here for. Yeah, we're here that's to, what we deserve. We're here to see a comedy and see Leslie Mann walk up and be like, can you believe that smoking hot lady's married to that guy? He must be <laughs> so charming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, which is a perfect transition into the game Hot or Just Tall. We are going yes. to start the game. Uh, Judd oh Apatow, God. for everybody following at home, is, of course, Just Tall. Um, yeah, absolutely. I am going and rich. <laughs> yes, he's just <laughs> rich, honey. Um, everybody listening, you guys can play along with Jesse at Crushes Podcast on Instagram or at Deanna Ortiz underscore on Instagram. It's all going to be in my stories. You can vote along uh, if oh you're listening. Oh my god, I love that. It's perfect little integration. Oh, Deanna, you're an incredible host. Thank you. And it's <laughs> I know I say this a lot, but it's. And I didn't plan it to be this way when I first started the podcast, but you vote along when it, you know, when the episode comes out and no one's ever gotten a hundred percent hot. No one's ever gotten a hundred percent just tall. It just goes to show that like everybody, everybody has a different little crush. And if you, if that's, what's so great is that we don't have to agree. So if you think someone's hot and I think someone's just tall more, more for you, you know, Yeah. Um, you guys can vote along if you're listening on a day that this didn't get put out, go to crush this podcast and it's going to be in the highlights. Um, and if it is your first time playing, I'm going to show Jesse some celebrities and then she's going to tell me if they're hot or if they're just tall, just tall doesn't mean that they're actually tall. It could just mean that they're like good at sports or like has a beard or like, uh, has a wife, <laughs> um, you know, has a hot wife. Um, and yeah, we, we are back. Oh God. What's happening? Can you see this? 
great. Oh, yeah. Oh, great. We're all back my, to the tabs. <laughs> all my tabs. It's a, uh, oh, God. There's no place I'd rather be. <laughs> okay. And now you can see I was trying to make sugar cookies the other day. Didn't go oh, over well. Oh, the classic. We were trying to do <laughs> some classic things. Okay, first one coming up, an all-time icon on Hot or Just Tall. Pete Davidson, Hot or mm-hmm. Just Tall. Just Tall. Just Tall. Just Tall. This guy is... Just Tall. He, same with Joe Apatow, he must, he has to be incredibly charming. He needs to be. I also want to say, I think to date Kim Kardashian there, you don't need to have anything special about you. She is an <laughs> evil <laughs> product of like. <laughs> she, yes. I think just if you kind of talk to that mm-hmm. woman, like not even, I just think you don't have to be special to date her. I think you have to have money and you have to be tall. And I think that she sees him as an a stepping stone to be like well Courtney has this alt you know boyfriend and Megan Fox has this alt nerdy guy so I'll get one too and here's mine you know yeah I think once you have like status and once you have money those things like people who are floored that he ended up with Kim Kardashian it's like uh they I would be floored if she dated um this barista i used to know named Jean, yeah yeah who lives in brooklyn if like, she that's dated a regular person surprise me yeah yes. yeah that would be insane yeah but yeah uh, pete I'm davidson hard just Saul. <laughs> sick to my stomach thinking about those that <laughs> really where did you, <laughs> hey where'd you guys meet imagine taking kim kardashian to your friends giving with your <laughs> other barista co-workers that is absolutely insane um, and she'd have to be face to face with all the women she's tricked into paying yes. <laughs> hundreds of dollars to look like her when she does a lot of plastic surgery and yeah. not the Meg Ryan kind. And not, and not, not the in the cut the kind. Meg Ryan kind. Not. Um, <laughs> next is Oscar I'm Isaac. I'm so glad you asked about some season. Oh, yeah. hot. Hot. Yeah. So hot. And yeah. like hot. Ooh, he was yeah. he was attractive was like when Google he was young. Page. Like this, he was attractive then, but I yeah. do feel like the older he's getting, I'm like, okay, this is me. I'm this woman in the corner oh today, sneaking a picture of Oscar Isaac. <laughs> Hot. Except that woman's pants are on. Hello. <laughs> what? How do you feel? Did you see this clip of him smelling uh, Jessica Chastain's armpit? No, you know I didn't see that clip, but that really <laughs> excites me because if someone said that Jessica Chastain is like supposed to maybe be not nice or Mm -hmm. not whatever so Mm -hmm. there's like kind of a look in her eye that seems like even just based on this photo that she wishes he wasn't doing it and doesn't (laughs) think it's funny (laughs) and it's not that I don't think not consent is funny but I do think maybe in like an uptight woman yeah kind of a hunky guy instance yeah it's kind of funny (laughs) it is funny as like I'm assuming that they are friendly with each other to be like yes. yeah you know if i if i'm with my friends on the red carpet i'm gonna sniff their armpits <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's gonna get mad at me but we'll work that out privately in our group chat <laughs> or they're like just close enough where she's like he can touch me in public he mm-hmm. has to we're co-stars mm-hmm. i wish this wasn't happening but i have to pretend that i'm okay with it <laughs> <laughs> because we're in front of a camera because the paparazzi's here and i'm in my pretty dress uh that's good he is hot um yeah, really hot what about simu lu okay and i'm gonna have to say he was just on selling sunset 
Was and it really? The, yeah. The way he behaved on Selling Sunset. Oh. I mean, I think it is hard for an actor who's on a reality show who has to act on a reality show as though they aren't acting, but they're also a paid actor. Mm-hmm. Must be just an absolute trip and, <laughs> uh, you know, kind of ego death. I find him to be very unattractive after that Selling Sunset saga. I'm done. I'm watching. Well, are you serious? I am. I have to watch it. That is yeah, so... Yeah, you really have to watch it. I, and that is a great point too to be like you could see because I think me since I haven't seen it I'm looking at him like hot are you kidding look he's holding two puppies in one picture this man is hot and I mean when he walked on the reality show screen Mm -hmm. on my television I was like I can't believe they got like a true sexy superstar on this show yeah because I mean like physically he's so hot yeah but um the way he acted I was like oh okay and that's a great point the flame has been yeah. extinguished. We had a whole relationship in this 30-minute episode. <laughs> and it <laughs> had its ups and it had its downs. Um, I'm going to say hot, but check in, with me, check in with me in a couple of weeks and see if, I'm, if I watch it and change my mind. And um, I am curious whether your listeners are Selling Sunset fans and whether they found him really charming on Selling Sunset because I could also see that being... If you are people listening, comment on the Instagram picture for this episode. Let us know. I do think a lot of them watch Selling Sunset, but let us know what you thought of it. Um, Did you watch Selling Tampa? No. Okay. Again, I haven't started it, but I heard that it's okay. Deanna just gave me COVID from across the podcast. (laughs) I sent it straight to you, listeners. I was like, "How dare you talk about my boyfriend like this?" I do think that I I mean I've heard that the drama on Selling Tampa is a lot more believable than okay. Selling Sunset and that like the characters aren't as like big I guess what I mean it's like yeah. Selling Sunset that's kind of their whole thing where it's kind of easier and I I saw Selling Tampa and I'm just like I don't like the ads and I'm like I don't know if I want to watch this like when they have a reality show and they do a spinoff it's always like 10 times more dramatic and 10 times more like unbelievable Um, but I've heard that it's better than the original yeah I feel like with Selling Sunset you're starting with such an artificial premise Mm -hmm. like uh, Selling Sunset is such like an outlier of reality at least like from my understanding of reality Mm -hmm. shows so I think actually because you're starting from that place, you can only spin off into maybe more mm-hmm. genuine territory. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so You've already I'm, gone I'm so far. You got to loop back around. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm really curious about it. Let's see. Kendrick's... I love that the Saimi, how do yeah. you say his name? Saimu. Saimu Lu. Saimu Lu. I love that the first thing people seem to be Googling about him is stock model image. <laughs> Here you go. Stock. Here we go. Stock Let's, photo. Oh, wait. Is that it? Is he? Yeah, he used to be a model for stock pictures. For $120, wow. this picture can be yours. Wow. I'll, okay, uh, listeners, I believe holidays are coming up. <laughs> Jesse's walls could use some decoration. <laughs> go to ET Canada oh, and find he looks it. looks so young in these photos. Yeah. God, that's, that's really so good. funny oh he's not he's in the back on this one poor guy that is so cool to go from a stock photo model to a marvel movie star <laughs> superhero yeah okay i take back everything i said about him he's hot <laughs> i actually love him now that i know he went from zero like rags to riches i'm kind of like yeah. into it uh oh, 
Okay, I love him. I love it. No, who is this one coming I up? Everything I say. <laughs> what about Kendrick Sampson from Insecure? Okay, obviously, that's the most beautiful band. In it the is world. really difficult. Sometimes they're gimmies. I'm running out of celebrities to use. Yeah, and so I'm and like, I, I think it's nice. I think it's honestly nice. <laughs> yeah. Something like that comes up, I go, I'm not even thinking. My whole body's <laughs> yeah. react. Yeah, you just need a palate cleanser to be like, oh, now here is. Whew. Yeah, this is obviously a hot really man. Beautiful, a yeah. stunning man. Did he's you watch really, Insecure? Really, really beautiful. I actually did not. No. And I know that I'm an outlier for that. I haven't watched it either. I prefer to watch my shows once it's all out. I don't want to wait. I want to watch it all. Yes. Haven't watched season three of Succession yet because I just want it all to be out, done for me to then watch. Mm -hmm. So that's probably what I'm going to do with Insecure. Oh, you're going to have an incredible time because Succession. Uh, yeah, Succession is remarkable. I watched season one and two at the beginning of the pandemic, and then I was just like so angry that I couldn't watch season three because it hadn't been filmed. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, this is why. This is why we don't watch You're current like, I shows. I will never put myself through this again. Uh -uh. <laughs> I don't deserve it. I don't. I deserve it all to be there ready for me when I want to watch A Hot Man. <laughs> we love it. Uh, Peter Vack. Mm. Who's that? Oh, He's I in, have seen him. Most recently in PVT chat. With this is honestly difficult for me because I actually find him to be kind of smarmy looking. Mm -hmm. But he also, I feel as though if he cracked one joke in my direction and gave me a knowing smile, I would be his for life. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. Where he, wh so, your first interaction, it could go one or two ways of like, that guy's a yeah. fucking dick. Or like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, he kind of, like, you're in a group of people and like a guy like this, like, is kind of standoffish, but then makes a yeah. joke only to you mm -hmm. in the group of people and kind of like smiles. And I'm like, I do think that I could love him. It would for be a long very time. easy. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, this guy oh. is a barista in Logan Square. And. Oh. <laughs> and I'm trying so hard to impress him with like, I don't know, the song that's playing. And like, did I actually know this band? And he is just not having it. But I do think he's very hot. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, of course you do. It's the shins. <laughs> like, oh, my God. He's like, I don't pick the playlist. OK, you know what <laughs> song you would likes. absolutely love? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, go sit. Yeah. Hot. And of course, I mean. Heroin chic is my type, very sad to say. How tall yeah, is he absolutely. for real? He's 5'9". All right. But, yeah, that's right. right. I would say he's hot. He, like, mm -hmm. he has, you know, he has an interesting face. His mm -hmm. face compels me. Yeah. And I think that's hot. Yeah. And that's a so, big, that's one of the big ones with, like, people like this or Adam Driver gets a lot of attention. Yes. Um, when we play, it's just, like, people are so divided. On like yeah, I think he's so hot. And driver, I yeah, I also think like Alana Heim in Licorice Pizza is like mm -hmm. so hot because she's so interesting to, because she doesn't look like anyone you've seen before. Yes. So like in that movie, like I went to go see it, and someone who I went to go see it with was like, it was, he was like, I kept ricocheting between like, am I attracted to her? Am I not? You mm -hmm. know, is she is she hot? Is she not? Yeah. And I was like, uh, yeah, just that kind of 
uh, dichotomy with her. I think she was, I was attracted to her the entire time I was watching the movie. Yes. This is, uh, this is hot. But I'm also <laughs> Jewish. So I think that. <laughs> Look at how, yes, she's, uh, she's hot. Yeah. What about, um, well, this is great because we only had one more, but now we'll do the Heim sisters instead. Oh, my God. Look at us go. Uh, here we go. Bringing it back to kind of Danielle Heim. What about Este? Is that so it? Este? Heim. So Heim, so hot. <laughs> I really meant to say so hot. No, it's so Heim. <laughs> this girl is so Heim. How do you say her name? Este? Este? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Este? Yeah. Hot. Um, yeah, I think they're all hot. It was funny because Este in the movie – plays like she had I think like three lines Mm -hmm. and um at one point she was like on camera and I'm like does she know she's on camera (laughs) like um it was (laughs) I I it it was quite charming whereas Danielle Heim is like super hot it was Mm -hmm. really good on camera and they're uh, all in the movie yeah they're all in the movie they play her sisters oh and SD has like two lines they do everything Uh, together then I guess yeah. Alana was like, "You can have me, but I'm bringing two people." <laughs> Take a guess. I think they're all hot. I saw yeah. Heim the band in college, and I hope to never see them live again because um, I just think they're kind of whatever. But <laughs> I think they're hot. <laughs> that is so good. I guess saying I hope to see them like ne- I hope to never see them again live is like a a harsh, cruel thing to say, and I don't no. think I stand by it. But. You wouldn't seek them out, maybe. Yes, if you yes. stumble upon a Heim concert, all expenses paid, it's down the street from your house. Who yeah. are you? Who are you to turn away? Yeah, absolutely. I don't know why I'm like coming on being like, I hope to never <laughs> see the, the goddamn Heim sisters again. It was a fine night and they were totally good. <laughs> no, I love the hard opinion. Stick by it. I love it. Oh my God, it's so funny. And they I'm do just listen looking. and just know, guys, I'm always down to... <laughs> big big fans i'm like yeah i don't have a lot of opinions so i'm really grasping at straws here <laughs> no i thought it was good perfect way to end too on the heim sisters i don't think we've ever had Beautiful. them before um really? jesse thank you so much for doing the podcast oh my god it was so fun thank you so much for having oh, me this is a great premise thank you. Um, and i love the game at the thank end. you yes <laughs> the game is taking over the nation people can't stop people can't oh. stop playing um, can you tell people where they can find you, where, where you're at? Give them your address. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, um, uh, my, I think my Instagram handle is even more personal than my address at this point. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm on it more. I'm never home. <laughs> I'm out spreading Omnicrom. Uh, my handle is Jesse on social on Instagram. <laughs> and jesse mourner on twitter and if you're in la i host a monthly show at the elysian theater first saturday of the month uh 7 p.m beautiful thank you again uh for doing the podcast and i do have to say that i have a crush on you stop Stop. i'm gonna pretend you don't say that to everyone no (laughs) i have a crush on you i think you're hilarious always big fan i'm very excited um to see you when you come back to chicago I know. I really can't wait. Thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. Thank you guys for listening. I have a crush on you, too. 